today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. One of the other initiatives, provincial initiatives, that came into effect with the uh, coming of the new year, of course, are the new rules regarding street checks and carding uh, with not just Hamilton Police, but police services right across the province of Ontario. Some are hoping that this is going to be a new beginning to try to deal with some of the anger and frustration uh, that has gone on over the last number of years because of the way that uh, past policies have been implemented. Is this the dawning of a new day? Will these new uh, regulations that are now into effect actually address some of the concerns and problems? Sarah Jamba joins us, co-president of the McMaster Womanist Organization and co-organizer of the Anti-Racism Action Initiative. And uh, we welcome Sarah to the Bill Kelly Show. Good morning, Sarah, and Happy New Year. Hi, Bill. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for having us, uh, having the time to, to join us today. I know you've been very vocal about some of the concerns that have been raised. Uh, the province has said that they've heard you and they've heard other groups and, and individuals that have raised some concerns about this. And, and with that in mind, they have constructed these new initiatives. Are you, uh, are you optimistic? Do you, do you like what you see here? I think um, the changes that we see are a good step in the right direction. Um, but the fact of the matter is it's not... It's not by any means revolutionary. It doesn't take away the fact that there are a lot of people in the community who are still going to be disproportionately affected by the fact that police can still go and card individuals. Regulations have existed again and again um, to stop um, Hamilton police from overstepping their boundaries and adhering to human rights. And we've seen again and again these regulations not being followed. And so while this is a good step in the right direction, I don't think we should stop at simple regulation changes. We need entire entire systemic reform. The numbers were there, and, and, and those are obvious. And I know that there's some dispute uh, when, when you talk to some members of police services right across the province. Uh, but when you look at the, the disproportionate targeting of, of homeless people, of people of color, indigenous people, uh, that, that that's there. I mean, I, I think that's indisputable. As to why they're doing it, well, that's depending on which side you listen to right now. Do you see that, that these new regulations, Sarah, have actually addressed those concerns? I don't think so. When, when you see it clearly documented that 75% of people who were carded between 2010 and 2014 in Hamilton were black, um, and you see cases of people being pulled over in Hamilton simply for driving while being black, the fact that um, police have to go and tell people that they have the right to walk away when they're being carded, there's a question why they're being carded to begin with. I think having to ask somebody to prove their existence while walking around is going against basic human rights. We see Matthew Green having to go to court right now, the first black city councillor in Hamilton, and he's going to court because he was carded for simply standing at a bus stop. There's something fundamentally wrong with the practice of carding that's not being addressed through these new regulation changes. So while these regulations say, yes, police can still card, but they have to just tell people that they have the right to walk away, that doesn't address the power imbalance between the cop at the time and somebody who's just walking around, being intimidated by somebody who's asking a lot of questions, asking random individuals to ask for their ID. If a police officer came up to me and said, hey, um, what are you doing here? Can I see your ID? Um, you can, of course, walk away. There's still an imbalance there. I would still feel afraid and have to show my ID. There's a fundamental issue of trust here that's not being addressed, and a fundamental issue of people having to prove their existence. 
the other side of the coin, and you've heard the, the the debate, and you've been a part of the debate, Sarah, for the for the last little while, as of others in in the community on both sides of this issue. Uh, and and police will say, well, look at you know, street checks are still an effective way for us to to gather information uh, to find out what people are doing. And and they use the example. I mean, if you see somebody who looks out of place at three o'clock in the morning walking through a neighborhood, do they do do, do they be should they be there? You know, I, I, and and there's that element of it. But what we're seeing here is an awful lot of these things seem to be happening. First of all, in the downtown core. And second of all, the thing that I found distressing when I, I heard some of these statistics about this uh, that came out during some of the public hearings is an awful lot of the people that are being uh, st- checked or carded, as, as the case might be, are are known to police. In other words, they're the ones that they just, I just did this to this guy last week and I'm doing it to him again this week. And, and we get into the situation where people are being stopped like this. You already know who they are. You already know the story. Yet uh, they're doing something that is considered to be on the border of, of, of legal, I suppose. Uh, so they do this again and again and again. That seems to be a problem. There's no evidence that the people who are being stopped repeatedly are, are doing things quote-unquote, on the border of illegal. I would like to question, um, what are, what are, the, what are the, um, the sort of boundaries that police are crossing to card individuals over and over again? I would beg the question that does the fact that the same individuals being carded over and over again in the community lead to gentrification, lead to these specific people who are being targeted having to move out of communities to, quote-unquote, clean up downtown? Are we trying to push out people who maybe don't look a certain way, dress a certain way, um, in order to make sure that people in the community are comfortable and less afraid? And I'd go farther and ask, then what are people afraid of? Are we afraid of people in dreadlocks? Are we afraid of people because they're black and walking around at 3 in the morning? Are we afraid of the city councilor who's standing in a bus stop because he's black? You can't get away from the fact that certain people are being targeted because of the way we look and dress. It's not so much that they're behaving illegally. Otherwise, they wouldn't just be asked for their ID repeatedly. They would be in jail. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.